twilight, these sisters discuss the paranormal and the unnerving. They are known as the Parasisters. What's up, people? It is Rebecca. And it's Tristan. We are the Parasisters. What's up? Yes, we are. What's going on? The um, pair of sisters. And we also do paranormal stuff. <laughs> that's right. We we like our double entendres. Is that what they're called? I don't think people get it. I don't think they get it. Well, then they're dumb. So, <laughs> I don't want to call our listeners dumb, but obviously they're dumb. So, <laughs> if you're one of those dummies, I'm sorry. You cannot be helped, but please continue to enjoy our show. Yes. Also, um... We've got we've gotten a, another comment on our YouTube video um, about that the German girl case. Oh um, yeah. We don't do true crime, guys. Sorry. Oh, somebody we else only like, do paranormal. Said about it. Yeah, like, they were asking if we were gonna list the the video or the call of the grandmother, and I was like, "That's not us. That's not our case. We don't do true crime. We do paranormal." So. I mean, maybe I'll try to find the call there's a call um i know like i've said before a couple of times i know quite a bit about the case i've listened to other podcasts about this case specifically (laughs) and i have never ever heard any ideas of you know i don't know if you know about it tristan it's shockingly sad two girls go for a walk on like a really um populated path like trail and they both end up missing. They didn't know where they were at first. And then they find out that they've been murdered. And it's oh. actually one of those things where... And they're young girls. They're like 11 or 12 or 13 or something like that. And it's one of those weird things where they find one of the girls' phones. She had made a video like right before they were attacked, obviously. And it's like of a guy following them over a bridge. And it's really like eerie and creepy, but it's I don't I don't see the paranormal. But I will put it out there that I will try to find the video of the grandma or the mom or whoever it is, and um, I'll listen to it and see what she has to say. Yeah, cause it's I I I would maybe like to do a true crime, and I think that people maybe think that we do a true crime just because we did the Jameson family, but. Yes. Just to reiterate that that had a paranormal side to it. Okay, and I mean, we've also done the Diatlov Pass, which wasn't even a crime, necessarily. Right. Uh, But we did that because of the mysterious circumstances surrounding what happened to them. Um, By the way, if you've not watched either of those or listened to either of them, go back. They're very, very good. They are very good. They're very, very good. Um go back and listen to all of our stuff and I mean if, if people want true crime I feel like it the it's so saturated though with true crime podcasts like there's so many true crime podcasts out there like I don't know paranormal is my passion true crime yes. is also my passion <laughs> but if if there's no place for us in the podcast world doing true crime i don't want to try to go into that you know right there's so many more people that we'd have to compete with it's a ton of people and people that i like and i listen to all the time <laughs> so, 
<laughs> right, exactly. Yes, I listen to true crime also. Yeah. So, although some of my favorite true crime podcasters are um, delving into the paranormal, they now have a Black Eyed Children episode mm. and no. a Bennington Triangle. Those bastards, bastards. <laughs> I was. I didn't listen to either one of them. I was just so irritated. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to even listen to them. um so yeah if you guys like our stuff make sure you subscribe like us share us listen to our podcasts we have 40 subscribers now on youtube which i'm like it doesn't sound like a lot but when you literally start out with like family member none <laughs> we had our family members were our first uh subscriber <laughs> And Sassy yes. is always yes, threatening true. to unlike or unsubscribe to our videos because I'm mean to him. So. <laughs> so he claims. I don't think that's true. Anyway. He would never. He would never. <laughs> all right. So we did all that. Are you ready to roll? I am ready. I'm excited. What are you doing? So I'm going to do a little thing called the SK Pierce Mansion. And this is something that kind of surprised me because it's reportedly one of, if not the most haunted house in all of New England. Really? Is what they are claiming because this house is so super haunted. It And apparently the spirits here are so advanced that it's, uh, it blows investigators' minds. <laughs> like... I really? will I will preface this by saying that there is almost zero information about this family. <laughs> like usually you can like um go on Wikipedia or even like, you know, other websites that have like, you know, there's almost no information about this person. His name is Sylvester Kate Pierce or his family or where he came from or anything about him. So I'm going to just start and We'll see, we'll see what we see. Because I did find okay. some stuff. but Okay. Alright, so. The Sylvester K. Pierce Mansion. So Sylvester K. Pierce was, of course, wealthy. Because this is a mansion. <laughs> you can't have a mansion unless you're wealthy. Um, he was a businessman who... Um, he gained his fortune as the owner of S.K. Pierce and Sons Furniture Co Company in Gardner, Massachusetts. Which, by the way, is also known as Chair City because it has so many furniture manufacturing companies. <laughs> which I've never heard of before, but... Me neither. So, in um, 1875, Pierce is super rich and decides to build a lavish and beautiful... This house is gorgeous, so of course there will be at least one picture. <laughs> Sometimes I get lazy and there's only one, I'll be honest. <laughs> but, uh... Can you hear me all right? Yes. I feel like I'm the microphone's so far away from my face. Okay. Um, so the the mansion is seven thousand square feet. So it's freaking huge. It is um, the Second Empire Victorian style, which I'm not exactly sure what that means because I looked at it and I'm like, it looks Victorian. <laughs> but I don't know what that means. Um, I don't either. 
So when this mansion was built, it was considered to be a a modern marvel. I mean, it had... Well, I'm just going to read because it had so much stuff that, you know, they didn't have back then. So um, it is said to have taken 100 men one year to finish this house. Really? A hundred men? A hundred men, one year. So, I mean, that's not a very long build time, but a hundred men is quite a bit. <laughs> so, that's a lot, yeah. So, Usually they have like 40. Yeah, exactly. Or 30. Yeah. So this house has two cisterns um, that, of course, collected rainwater from, from the roof. Uh, and this, in turn, provided the occupants with running water, which was not very common in 1875. <laughs> um so it also had gas lighting, which again, 1880s, this was, that was a pretty new um, development in the 1880s. Um, it also had electric bells for communication and speaking tubes, which I, I'm not exactly what, I think a speaking tube is like, have you ever been to a playground where they have like, you talk into it and you can like hear it? That's exactly what it yeah. is. So it had that and then it also had a dumbwaiter that went up three floors. <laughs> so, I mean, this house was pretty, you know, <coughs> sorry. I got so, I got pretty so lavish. Off. Yes. And it's gorgeous. Like it is so beautiful. Um, so it has hand carved moldings and cornices. And, um, of course this is a time when people actually cared about craftsmanship, you know, <laughs> Yes. Um, so it has 26 rooms in total, and this includes 10 bedrooms. And I've actually read The Oddest of Place. It was like a an obituary <laughs> for Sylvester Pierce. And it said it had four, ba four bathrooms. Everywhere else I read said two and a half bathrooms. So it has two and a half or four bathrooms. I'm not sure. <laughs> and it also has a tower with a circular staircase that leads to a widow's Ooh. walk, which Ooh. would provide the viewer with sweeping views of um, South Gardner, Massachusetts. Huh. Um, it has massive doors that are nine feet tall <laughs> and they are solid black oak or not oak, sorry, walnut. They're solid black walnut and apparently weigh over 500 pounds each. Holy shit. Yeah, so it's crazy. Who opens the doors then? I Do have... they ever even close their doors? Well, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I don't even... I'm, 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 not a, I'm not thinking every single door is that size, but... Because <laughs> it wasn't specific on which doors, but I'm thinking, like, the front doors, most likely, you know? Or, That's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. Um, and of course, it's, you know, full of hand-carved woodwork that's just, you walk in and you know these people are obviously rich, you know. Um, right. It's got 11-foot ceilings, which is huge, of course. Even in today's standards, that's huge. Um, yes. Marble fireplaces. And to this day, apparently... Every single owner has worked very hard to keep this house the way it was. So it has all of the original windows, all of the doorknobs, the hinges, and all of the floors are all original in this house, which That's very cool. I want to see this house. I mean, people have said it's a masterpiece. And of course, the house 
also um, has some famous visitors, uh, the president, Calvin Coolidge, um, Minnesota Fats, which I have no idea who that is, Betty Davis. He is, uh, he's a pool player. Oh. Well, all right. <laughs> I don't know the professional pool players. I, I fun, don't, fun facts. <laughs> I don't know a lot of uh, professional athletes in general. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, Sassy's grandpa was a professional pool player, and he actually played Minnesota Pats. Oh, that's crazy. So, did he win? Yeah. Um, he, I think he did beat him. That's awesome. And then he played the Black Widow, and I think he lost. I can't remember. That's freaking cool. Yeah. Um, and then uh, P.T. P. T. Barnum, which of course, Barnum and Bailey, and uh, Norman Rockwell all stayed at this house. So the house is built, after it's built, Sylvester, his wife, Susan, and their young son all move into the house. And, of course, they're thinking that it's all going to be great and wonderful. Unfortunately, just weeks after they move in, Susan mysteriously gets some kind of bacterial illness and dies. Like, almost right away. Like, <laughs> uh, That's awful. Yeah, it's pretty sad. But, of course, typical back then. I'm like, people died a lot back then. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> people die a lot now, but I think back then people died. Um, so after Susan dies, um, Sylvester waits the, the year, his obligatory year of mourning. <laughs> and then he marries a woman who is 30 years younger than him. <laughs> and her name was Ellen. And together they have two more children. Um, they live together for, you know, a few years. And then Pierce actually ends up dying in 1888. And he leaves his entire estate to his widow, Ellen. His furniture company actually goes to his oldest son, Frank. Um, and it actually stayed open until 1939. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, I guess... If you can't get a house, at least you got a furniture company. <laughs> uh, right. Which, actually, which is weird because usually they leave everything to the oldest. I mean, unless you... I, I guess in America, it might be slightly different. Where... Because usually, like, if you have... I'm thinking, like, UK standards, of course. But if you have, like, your oldest who's going to inherit all your stuff, then yes, they just inherit everything when you die, you know. Right. In the Victorian time. I don't know about now. Please don't quote me on that. I'm not an expert in UK law. So. <laughs> right. Um, so some years later, Ellen actually dies also. And the three sons um, kind of begin this battle over who is going to own this, the, the mansion, because they all want, they all want to own it. Um, it actually ends up going to Sylvester and Ellen's youngest son, Edward, and this is where it kind of takes a turn for the, the interesting because um, we're talking about a time when the, the economy wasn't great. So the family falls on hard times. The money is dwindling. They are running out of money. And most likely in a desperate bid to get money, Edward turns this beautiful, gorgeous mansion into a boarding house. <laughs> where um, the unsavory activities 
begin uh, drinking, gambling, and it actually was a brothel at some point, so prostitution was was the norm. Um, and of course, a lot of interesting things have happened in this house, a lot of death in this house, and it was during this time when it was a, a brothel or a boarding house, uh, a prostitute who was working out of the house was said to have been strangled in one of the bedrooms by a man named David. And they call this room the Red Room, the Red Bedroom, on the second floor. Um, a Finnish immigrant actually burns to death in the man in the master bedroom in 1963. What? And um, some people actually believe that it was spontaneous combustion because he um, burns up, but none of the the room is like burned. <laughs> Like, it's perfect. like, yeah, it's perfect. So people think like, oh, he fell asleep with a cigarette. But some people are like, it's spontaneous combustion. <laughs> Which I've actually heard I don't know, that's a, of that's a um, very big phenomenon. Some cases about that, but <laughs> yeah, maybe that would be an interesting episode. I don't know. Yeah. Um, another story is of a young boy that drowns in the basement, but I couldn't find any like substantial evidence about like for that so i don't know where would he drown in the basement i'm not sure maybe they had like water like laundry i don't know that's a weird place it's a weird place um it is a weird place but i don't know if they're trying to fit what some of the activity is or if they're trying to i don't know it's weird because there's a lot of activity right. in this house like a ton so in all, with several different different owners, it's said that seven or more people have died in this house. That they can, like, prove definitely seven. Um, the last time this house sold was actually just in 2016, and it was for, like, $300,000, which, which makes me so sad, because I'm like, that's barely any money, and this house is so beautiful. <laughs> And uh, it actually is run as like a quote unquote hotel where you can go and try to experience some spookiness. It's an attraction hotel now. Yeah, so it's definitely on the list because we're about to get into the hauntings and it is quite frightening. <laughs> I'm excited. It's, it's creepy. It's very creepy and yes. So... First and foremost, it's believed that the house is still inhabited by the former owners, Sylvester, and his first wife, Susan, and even Edward, who was their son. Um, some people there claim that they've also seen a Maddie Cornwall, Cornwell, who was um, the nanny to the children. Um, people say that the prostitute and the man who strangled her, David, also haunt them mansion and i just want to point out that it's weird that i found david's name the guy that killed the prostitute but not the prostitute's name <laughs> like I think, that is weird i think that's messed up <laughs> but we all know how people think of prostitutes <laughs> yes and i'm just like they're bitches trying to make a living like the rest of us do you man do you exactly if it's got to be on your back then it's got to be on your back <laughs> i don't um, Who am I to judge people's life decisions? Yeah, exactly. I don't care if you're a hooker, man. I don't care. <laughs> I don't either. I really don't. Um, 
So this is where it kind of like, I don't know about the little boy, but there's reportedly a young boy and a young girl and um, some other unnamed dark entities that lurk in the basement, apparently. <laughs> so oh, Okay. I see what you're saying, trying to fit the... Yeah, I don't know if they're trying to fit, like, because they, they've seen a young boy and they're like, oh, well, a young boy must have died here. Or if they're like... A young boy died here, so now we are seeing a young... I don't know. It's weird. Well, see, evil spirits can change the way that they look, that, that they appear to people. So, I do get into a poltergeist, so... I mean, maybe that is is relevant in the, the thing. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. So... Uh, in general, apparently the hauntings here are fairly classical. I mean, you have the... the the disembodied voices, chanting, full-body apparitions. Um, apparently there will be furniture that moves itself and screens that actually fly Ugh. off the windows. Now, even when I was writing this, I had the weird thought of why are there screens on a Victorian mansion's windows? But, right. I mean, who people do weird things, I don't know, <laughs> you know? I didn't... You know what? You know what I would think would be super impressive is if one of these apparitions or one of these spirits move one of those damn doors. Yes, the five hundred pound. Make that shit swing. Slam it. That would impress me. <laughs> <laughs> that would impress me too. I'd be like, dang, that sucker strong. That's strong, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> so screens are flying off windows. So people have heard doors slamming. I'm not sure if they're the 500-pound doors or not. <laughs> um, disembodied footsteps on the stairs and hallways. Um, apparently you can walk into a room and you will feel a noticeable change in the temperature. It gets colder. Um, this one I've actually heard from several or read from several different people that there's a rancid odor in certain places of the house. Ew. Which actually freaks me out. I don't want to smell gross <laughs> Me neither. And of course, you would have the shadow people. The shadow. Oh, shadow people are bad. That's a bad, bad thing. Uh, you know, most people, we've of course done an episode on shadow people, but if you haven't listened to that yet, I will just say that um, a lot of people believe that shadow people are uh, demons. Or sent by demons. They're kind of like a demons, demonic energies. A yeah. demon's lackey or something. Yeah, so they're not good. Mm -hmm. um, so what is not typical in this house, apparently there is a sound that I've never heard of anywhere else in any haunting. And it is the sound of lions roaring so loud that you can actually feel the house, like the floor vibrating from the roaring sound. How odd. I know, it's so strange. <laughs> Could you imagine being like in this hotel sleeping and all of a sudden you hear like a lion roaring? <laughs> no. You're like, what is that? Now, I don't know, Tristan, if you've ever heard a lion roar in real life. They are so loud anyway. Like, it is so... It's it's frightening, actually, the sound that they make. <laughs> right. So I couldn't That's imagine that. Like, that is scary, yeah. Like, in a house, sleeping. Uh, a Reminds of me of the Ghostbusters. Yes, right? At the end with the gargoyles. Yes. <laughs> ah, 
I love the Gizmos. I love it. <laughs> um, so a lot of people actually believe that it's Sylvester that's roaring, and he's roaring his displeasure um, with the current state of the home, which I can imagine it's every time it's been like renovated or updated, he might he might get a little upset. Which I've actually heard that it's pretty typical of a haunted house to um, experience like heightened levels of activity when people are renovating it. So maybe that's what it is. Um, yeah. And again, we kind of come back to the young boy. So people have reported seeing a young boy's face as they're passing by, like in an upper window. They'll see like a boy's just like staring out the window. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, I would, I, as long as I'm outside and it's like inside, I'm totally cool with that, actually. I, I'd enjoy seeing that. <laughs> Yeah, but at that point, like, how do you know that it's actually an apparition? How do you know that, like, somebody doesn't have a kid there, you know? So, yes, um, that's true. However, this house has been empty quite a bit over the years. And so I'm wondering oh, okay. if, if they're saying, like, the house is empty. Although I am going to tell a story that involves little kids. So, who knows? Like, <laughs> um... And yeah. Then, yeah. Who knows? All I'm saying is people have claimed to see a boy standing in the window. <laughs> it can be spooky or it cannot be spooky. <laughs> um and of course I like it anyway. I like the claim. Yeah, no, it's 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 one of those things like it's very like they said classic. It's typical. You look up in the window and the curtain has now been f moved and it's like fluttering. Yeah. It's very typical. Um now we're to the poltergeist. And apparently this poltergeist is not very nice. And I don't know if that's compared to other poltergeists or not. But <laughs> um, some people have felt the pressure of hands pushing them down with great force, apparently. One person actually claims that, um, and this left her severely shaken afterwards, but... She claims that the hands pushed her in a way that made her feel like she was going to be pushed down the stairs. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so we're talking like a massive staircase and she feels these hands on her and she thinks they're trying to push her down the stairs. But even more Probably shocking... Probably were. Even more shocking than that... Another person claims that they were almost pushed out of a third floor window by probably the same poltergeist. Holy shit. Yeah, don't go near the stairs or the window. <laughs> Request a ground floor room. Yeah, I need the, the ground floor. That way if I get pushed out, I'll live. <laughs> and my bones right. will be intact. Um, so many, this, this house has been investigated a lot. I mean, a lot. By all the mainstream ones that you can think of, it's been done. And a lot of them have declared that the entities and the activity um, in this mansion are more advanced than they have ever seen in any other place. Um, apparently, these specters are in... in, in I was going to say incredible. It was like it wouldn't come out. Are capable of incredible feats... And they think they use, you know, 
electrical and kinetic energy to um, impose experiences onto people that would take you know huge huge amounts of power to do um, and we're talking like moving like huge large objects and even imposing their will on people physically which makes me feel like they're trying to like get inside your body <laughs> and control you right which freaks me out also freaks me out Stay I don't like that out of my body um so this is kind of a freaky story so this is the one with the kids so in the 80s and the 90s this house was vacant nobody wanted to buy this house for probably very good reason probably obvious reasons <laughs> so kids would sneak into the basement window and start wandering through the house and um it, I would say that it was probably pretty creepy because apparently furniture from like the Pierces still was in this house. Like, oh, shit. most of the furniture was intact. Um, of course, it was dusty and faded and dirty and scary, probably. But they would go in here and they would play hide and seek because that's what kids do. <laughs> Although, just thinking about it, like, terrifies me to my soul. I would never, ever, ever do that. <laughs> Yeah, no. No thanks. No. So, but apparently, one child, they're playing hide-and-seek, he hides in the closet on the second floor, which um, was actually part of the dumbwaiter system. He goes in there, he's crouched down in the darkness, and apparently he feels hands clasp him around the shoulders. And he, of course, freaks out, bolts out of the closet, and turns around to look, and he sees the apparition of a child smirking at him <laughs> from, like, the, the closet or the cubby. <laughs> uh, no. That, <laughs> I mean, as an adult, it's one thing, but I think uh, something like that happening to you when you're a kid is, is terrifying. I think it would traumatize you as a child. I agree. Like, I feel like... Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Just having yeah. someone like grab you. No, no. And then the smirking. Although, although <laughs> the smirking is what gets me. But although, like, I don't think at least one time I would mind that kind of, you know what I mean? I mean, as long as it like, wasn't like violent or trying to hurt you, I guess it'd be okay. It'd be okay. Right, right. And I'm not by myself. That'd be okay. <laughs> right. Both of us are going to get touched at the same time. I don't... That'd be kind of cool, actually. It would be. Do we have to stand next to each other? Well, what I... if we were, like, apart? Yeah. <laughs> you stand on that end, I'll stand on this end. We'll see what happens. Right. Um, so, so the house is empty. In 2008, Edwin Gonzalez and his wife buy this house and they move in like six months later I'm sure they were like restoring it and stuff like that and that's when they realized because apparently they didn't know the history of this house <laughs> but after they move in that's when they realized that their house was haunted so pretty much from day one uh, crazy things started happening so 
On a regular basis, an enormous potted plant would tip over. Um, shadowy figures and footsteps. Well, of course, you would see the shadowy figures, hear the footsteps. And a particular glass ornament that they had sitting on their mantle would, like, all the time, like, every day, be moved from the mantle to right in the middle of the floor. Like, they would put it back, and it would just go back. <laughs> How weird. And it was never broken. Right. So it's not like it fell off. It didn't, like, roll, some, like, off the thing and hit the floor. No. It was, like, purposely moved from the mantle onto the floor. And it only got worse. So the, sh- the shadows that they see actually start darting from room to room. Um, their master bedroom door was apparently continuously banged on. Like, every single night, it would just be, like, banging on their door. <laughs> Which, I, I gotta be honest, after the first night, I'd be out. I'd be like, done. Right. Done. Um, this part freaks me out the most, because apparently they started hearing voices calling their names. <laughs> Which freaks me out. <laughs> From where? I don't know. Just disembodied voices calling their names. <laughs> like, I don't like that. Yeah. No, I don't like that at all. Um, so the shadows moved to full body apparitions appearing. Um, they would also hear chants and whispers and see objects just randomly move on their own. And they also reported, creepily of all, a foul odor throughout the entire house. And I will say that I I, didn't, I don't know why I didn't write it down, but apparently an investigator had gone in there, and this is why they're saying, like, the spirits are the most advanced. Like, somebody had said, who lives here? And I think there's even an audio of it that I might try to find, and because they get the reply of, Lilith or Lily lives here and that was actually the owner of the house at the time. <laughs> and that is an extremely I'm sad I haunting. didn't I'm sad I didn't uh, write it down because they also have um, a recording of apparently a, an EVP saying squeeze their necks. <laughs> squeeze their necks. It was choking people out. Jeez. Um, yeah, so apparently, according to Gonzalez, they, the Gonzalez's, they are completely convinced that the house is alive with spirits of the people who lived there in the past. Like, they were convinced, they sold the house, obviously, and, and now this ghostly hotel owns it. And it's funny because if you go to, like, a, the website, it says, like, a disclaimer at the bottom, and it's like, Basically, we have no control over the things that happen to you. <laughs> and also, don't try to provoke the spirits in this house because you you might not like the results. <laughs> right. Which is awesome. <laughs> and I feel like I really want to go here. And I'm sad that it was so short because there's almost no history on these people. It's so freaking good, though. Holy cow, I want to go to this place, man. It's creepy. I, I I, mean, the most haunted place in England, they're saying. Or in New England. In England. In New England, which is weird. I've never heard of it, so. 
I haven't either. But now I'm going to look it up because... Yes. So, um... So, Netflix had um, a series. It's an anthology series. Uh, the first one was Haunting of Hill House. Yes, I love that show. And a lot of the stuff that you described in this uh, this mansion yeah. actually um, happened in Haunting of Hill House. And I wonder if they kind of used this mm-hmm. house as a basis for the their show. That would be because they have the dumb waiter and they have the the calling tube where yes, you can talk to other crazy. people. Yeah, so I wonder if I wonder if it does. That's interesting. And yeah. and in the show, um, mold starts growing in the bot in the basement. Yes. And the mom starts getting sick. That's right. So I wonder chills. if they use this. I wonder if they use it as the basis for their Haunting of Hill House. That show freaks me out. It's so good. I love it so much. It's so good. It's so good. Um, Yeah, so... I was going to say something I told Oh, the dumbwaiter. (laughs) When I first read that, it reminded me of uh, The Sixth Sense. When he's at that birthday party and he gets in the dumbwaiter and then he's, like, stuck in there with, like, a crazy thing that scratches him with the spirit yeah yeah that's what that reminded me of but to i mean at least like he got out the kid and the thing was like smirking at him so at least it wasn't like trying to like hurt him or anything but (laughs) right i think it's funny that it was smirking at him i think it's like obviously he knew that it freaked the kid out or the goat the the entity knew that it freaked the kid out so it's like he's a he's it's a little prankster like Right. I don't know. See, and I, I wish there was more history on this house because I would like to know if any kids had died there. Dude, it's in, like, I, I was like so desperate that I started reading like news articles about the furniture company, hoping that it would say something about the, and it's like nothing. Like right. it, it literally says that Edward or Frankie, whatever the hell the kid's name is, inherits the furniture company. And that's pretty much it. And then like, I've even read the obituary of Sylvester Pierce trying to get, like, any kind of information on his family, like, a backstory about him, like, where he came from. Nothing. It's crazy because the the obituary says, like, oh, well, this is Sylvester and he lived from blah, blah, blah. And then it has, like, three paragraphs about the haunted house. Like, an obituary. How? How weird. Like, I've never even seen an obituary where they talk about your house more than they talk about you. <laughs> like, right. Right. Like, it's I don't crazy. think I have either. So, like, when he died, the house already had, like, a reputation. I think it may have. Like, I think that maybe even when they built the house. I'm wondering if the house is built on some kind of weird ground. And I mean, because Ellen right. or Susan dies almost right away, and it's so strange right. that like back a bacterial illness—I don't even know what that means—but <laughs> probably mold. It probably had mold in it. <laughs> Holy hell! You scared me. I thought you were a ghost. <laughs> Can I uh, make the curtain move in the background? Sometimes Please don't. For like a ghost effect. Yeah. It's a big ghost effect. No, you can't really see the curtain because it's blurry on the thing. Tip, can you see this? 
Yeah, I can also see you. Here. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Uh, three, two, one. So okay. <laughs> scared the crap out of me. This is what. That's why you guys gotta go and watch the videos so that you know the context of what the heck is going on. I know, I don't even think of, like, people listening to the podcast, which we had, like, 20 listeners uh, last week, by the way, which was crazy. Uh, oh, we did? Yeah, you can see it on, on Anchor. We use Anchor. This is not a commercial for Anchor, but we use Anchor as our podcast generator thing. Because <laughs> they're awesome. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I never even consider, like, when you listen to the podcast, you, you have no idea, like, if if Sassy's walking around in the background, which I suggest you try to watch videos with him walking, because I've never seen a person walk so funnily in my life. Like, just him walking across the thing makes me crack up laughing, like, <laughs> and it's probably because he actually walks like a Sasquatch, like, he's got the arms swinging, he's like... <laughs> Remember that time that he was all covered up? Yeah. I almost want to get him out here just to see him walk across the <laughs> Yes, you guys definitely have to check out the videos uh, so you can see our context here because sometimes, I mean, it's the funniest thing. Like, we'll have kids, cats, dogs, anything just kind of. Cat butts. Cat butts. Cat butts happen. Yes. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> we have a great good time. It is great. We do. Sarah, oh, and hopefully, if Rebecca remembers, she'll put our link for our new website in this video. It should be on there, man. I didn't see it on the last one. <laughs> I think it's at the very bottom. I'll double check just to make sure. Okay. It should be on there. Because, yes, we have a website, and it'll take you right to all of our episodes. You don't even have to do anything. Just go to the website. Yes, go to the website. Um, it has all of our social media links on it. It has um, episodes for podcasts. On the second page, uh, go to the top right corner and you'll have a little pop down menu. Go to the episodes page and you guys can watch, all, uh, listen to all of our podcasts there. Yep. You can um, donate it has money to our us YouTube link. If you want to. We don't know how to get it off yet, but nah. we will. We'll figure it out. We have a donation, but I don't know how to work it. So. <laughs> our ten dollars is in the the ether it's in limbo somewhere <laughs> yeah exactly it's floating around there uh, our, i feel like our shows are getting shorter sometimes they are i think and like but when you have something that is completely haunted but you have practically no history on it yeah it's like, gonna be a shorter show i think i mean right because like they are pretty good with like the documented deaths like it is known that the prostitute was strangled it's known that you know susan died here i think probably what's his face sylvester died here you know like people have died here and then you have all the freakiness happening so right it's just there's no information about this family which i think in and of itself is kind of weird and creepy <laughs> I agree. Like, it's kind of like they popped out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't I don't know who these people are. Like, usually I can find, oh, they, you know, they immigrated from, from Russia or whatever. But nothing. Right. Like, nothing. <laughs> I, I know. Mean, it's kind of weird. 
It's very weird. Very, very weird. But it is what it is. I don't know. It is what it is. And if you like this, like it, share it, subscribe. And we need uh, we need money so we can go on a tour. So I'm going to start soliciting yes. people hardcore for money. <laughs> yes, you guys make donations. Um, hopefully soon we'll have a Patreon page uh, where you guys will be able to get exclusive content and things like that. Um, because we really want to make this our job. Yes. Where we just travel to the United States and we actually do actual investigating. Which, hopefully, um, the Opera House is opening pretty soon. I have not done a case on that because I've been waiting for it to open. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to see if Cassie will take me down there so I can do some investigating. Alone? Alone. Dang. Well, I'll have to go by myself because... I don't have any friends, and Sassy is afraid of <laughs> I don't have any friends. I have no friends either, so don't worry. If I did investigating, it'd be alone also. <laughs> Which I won't do, so but that'll I, never happen. <laughs> I mean, uh, what I want to do is like just kind of go in there and see if I can get some video, take some photos, you know, so that way when I do the case on it, yeah. I can um, we can incorporate that into it. Yeah, and that'll be like your personal Because I do want to do a case on it. Dude, I... Right. I do want to... I... I am obsessed with trying to get EVPs, so... <laughs> I want to start just carrying a recorder, like a tape recorder around with me. <laughs> and I also do, too. <laughs> it's funny, because I want to do it in places. I don't want to do it in my house, because I'm afraid of what I might hear. <laughs> so... So, um, do it at your work. I should, because remember, I saw work. that weird shadow thing that one time, so. Right. Maybe it's haunted there. I, don't I know. know. Maybe. Oh, That's kind of creepy. It was creepy. And I may have been just seeing things. I don't know. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. All right, well. I feel like you're so short and I'm sad, but that's okay. We'll that's good. Back. I've had short ones too. We'll be back. We'll do another one. Yes, we will. Yes, even we will. If, even if nobody ever watches this again, we'll probably still do it. Yes. Because I like it. I have. Fun. I do too. And I can learn about new creepy places that I had no idea about, and I really enjoy that. I do too. Because then now it's like I have a list going of all the places I have to go to. And right. it will just get bigger and bigger. And of course, if you guys have any ideas of something you want us to talk about that's actually paranormal, let us know. You can go to our website, leave comments. You can email us from there. You can leave comments on our YouTube videos. Um, let us know. If you know something super spooky, we want to know about it. Right. Right. If you grow up near a place that's super spooky, we want to know about it. We want to know all the stories. We want to know everything. everything. That's what we do. Everything. That's right. Yes. So. And you guys can find all of our links on that website. Um, also with our Gmail, where you guys can send us your spooky stories. Yes. And if you send us a spooky story, you will be the first. And I or Tristan will tell it on our podcast. Yes, we will. Guaranteed, no matter what it is. 
Although really quick, at work I'm doing um, registrations for um, like appliances and stuff. And I just happened to look at a registration card and somebody had wrote on there like a whole like paragraph. And I have never read something so pornographic in my life. And like obviously they were trying to be like crazy because they're sending it to like Bissell or something like that. And they're like oh, my vacuum does this and I don't have to give it a blowjob anymore. And, and, like, seriously, at first I was like, what are they talking about? <laughs> it was crazy. If I were allowed to oh take my pictures, goodness. I would have taken a picture of it so I could read it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, hilarious. Anyway, that was a little side story. Listen to our podcast. Yes. All right. Check out our videos on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Everywhere. Facebook. I don't post anything on Twitter, but... I do. I post our shows on Twitter, and I follow some people on Twitter. Right. And that's it. And, yes, check out our Facebook page. Follow us. Follow us. Follow us. Listen to us. And... Share us. Like us. Why don't they like me? Okay. (laughs) <laughs> all right i guess we'll uh catch y'all on the flip side yes and you guys all stay creepy do a rap song. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. So three, two, one, action.